Hi everyone, welcome to Film Trooper Presents Film Marketing Fridays. Today is June 6, 2014, and I hope you can hear me. Sorry, I switch out that microphone. Uh, today we're going to talk about the sales sheet, and that actually equals our movie poster. So let me switch back over to me. And uh, here I am. So, yeah, I don't really have anybody here today because I kind of just uh, threw this up. Uh, real quick, if anybody's out there in uh, Google Hangout Live world, uh, I do have the Q&A up, so you can more than welcome to throw any questions that you have. So uh, I follow Dan Sullivan um, and Joe Polish over at 10X Talk, and I love marketing uh, through their podcasts and blog, and they're pretty much like renowned um, business coaches, entrepreneur coaches, and uh, internet, um, not internet, just marketers in general. And they they work with a lot of big companies and people that are willing to pay, you know, lots of money for them. I think the, I think Joe Polish has something like the 25K Club, uh, where you pay $25,000 a year uh, to be part of this uh, unique um, training experience or something like that. And Unless you can make uh, $250,000 off that investment, you're not allowed back into the program. So uh, they're used to dealing with like sort of high stakes uh, individuals. But Mr. Dan Sullivan's been around for a while and he has just a unique way of um, putting everything in perspective in terms of business and entrepreneurs. So I'm going to show you sort of uh, based off this last podcast I had seen from him. Uh, you know, he talks about the sales sheet that instead of, um, like I said, Dan Sullivan, 10x talk, he does like a 10x program. Like you you multiply your efforts by 10 times, everything. And he talks about the sales sheet. And uh, who is Dan Sullivan? Like I said, you can just go to this link at uh, 10xtalk.com and learn all about Mr. Sullivan. And all these... Um, all this presentation will be turned into a PDF so you can grab it later uh, with the link that follows this uh, live hangout and you can get all these links so don't worry about writing it down uh, you can grab the actual PDF when it's all done so he basically was saying like hey don't make a business plan you know let's just cut to the chase if you got a business idea and for us as filmmakers the business idea the product is the film product the film you don't necessarily make a business plan just what is the one page sales sheet that sort of sums up what you will be selling so um, like I said can your business be summed up with a one page sales sheet and uh, this is sort of your visual elevator pitch so the question is how to make an effective sales sheet so um, I included this link here and we'll go to this link actually right now um, let's see here boom let's, let's bring this puppy out of here okay so this is a blog sorry for the delay here so there's actually a pretty good blog here. This is just uh, a designer talking about these designs. And I will zoom in to this so you can kind of get a better idea what it looked like. Um, this one company, he 
preserved foam. And and again, you can read more about this uh, at the blog.psprint.com. It's about printing and designing posters and designing the sales sheets. And they you can see how simple it is. I mean, you, right away you get the idea of what each person is selling. Um, preserved foam, they're giving you um, where to get the manufacturing of foam. Uh, so that's good to know. And if you go down here to even something as uh, obscure as a device that actually makes horse hooves, but you can see the sales sheet. It's like, hey, this is we've been around since 1951. Here's our address, um, and uh, you know this is what we do. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. So when we start thinking about our own films, like we kind of just cut to the chase and just make sure we have an effective sales sheet, which is our poster. Again, these are just other companies. Here's a very clean sheet. You know, you've seen a lot of websites actually like this. You know, just real quick, um, they do this. Here's the service they provide. You know, maybe three, four bullet points. The next step, the next step. It's very clean. It's very easy to understand. And if, in order for you to learn more, you say, you know, there's a call to action. And this one in particular is like get started uh, with this uh, particular company, Escape Beer. So for films, we probably, or call of actions on our film posters or movie posters will, will be the URL at the bottom. And uh, so that's something to think about. Then we've got, you know, look at these products. Obviously, we've seen a lot of cosmetic or uh, beauty products, you know. So we, we actually see the products. Photographed again. This is important. They're not taking uh, video stills. These are you know um, high resolution photographs, so they can get the best quality they can. There's a lot of white space, or enough white space, but there's enough text uh, that explains what this product is that you can make a decision as a buyer or customer whether or not you want to look into uh, getting this product, uh, you know, the sunscreen product, at all. So we move down uh, again. <laughs> this is there you go. Just boom. This is an energy drink. I mean, as as blatant as that it, as it is, raw dog with all the um, nutrition facts behind it. You know, the, and where to find information about raw dog. I mean, this is a straight up sales sheet. You meet somebody in the elevator. You say, Hey, what do you sell? Because boom, here it is. Check out this one sales sheet. Then they know exactly what you're selling and they can make a determination from there. Um, soft, you know, soft, like carpeted sandals. I mean, there it is. Step rugs, test drive flip-flops. So the, the feeling you get when you're walking on carpet made into a flip-flop. <laughs> so, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. I mean, if now we could think about the films. So here's another uh, product, Home smoke Smokehouse. Uh, they offer let you know exactly sort of all the different uh, uh, types of uh, sausages that they sell. And again, it's all in one sheet. It's attractive enough. You know what you're getting. Um, you know, you just cut to the chase. If you're into guns, you know, Carver 1, I mean, just cuts to the chase. Like, hey, this is a gun we're selling, U.S. Army Strong. Okay, so let's go back and see how this applies to... Um, Again, this link will be in the PDF, so you can grab this. So here we go. So uh, let's see. Return to full screen. There we go. Full screen. So the next thing is like, well, our sales sheet is our movie poster. 
So the question is, you only have one image to sell your film, pretty much. You've got this one poster to sell your film. And even maybe even before you uh, write your script, I remember coming up with um, my movie idea that I came up with an outline, and then I already knew what the poster looked like. And I was trying to make sure that the story was going to match the poster. So it was sort of reverse engineering the whole marketing uh, product process. Um, so we can take a look at some indie movie posters. Uh, this is going to be helpful to see, like, if you make a poster, how does it compare to everybody else's poster if a customer comes, an audience, you know, a potential customer comes and to the site and, and when they're comparing it to other movies, does it stand out or not? So we get to see the good, the bad, and the ugly. So let's go to uh, Vimeo. Boom. We're going to go to Vimeo. As this loads up. Okay, cool. So we'll just browse their thriller section because you'll see the posters easier that way. A, th A through Z. And I will... So a lot of us... I'll zoom into this a little bit so you can see it better. Okay. So as we scroll through this, you know, this is pretty good because one of the things I like about sort of indie films is one... If you don't necessarily see the stars, because a lot of independent films don't have stars, so when they put pictures of, let's see, if find somebody, like this particular movie, I don't know who any of these people are, and probably either do you. And I'm not familiar with a Mike West. Um, he might be an actor we've known before, but he may not be. You know, uh, you can see like there's certain actors uh, or movie posters that show up that have actors in them that, you know, it resembles sort of like a big, a bigger Hollywood uh, action film, but, um, but because we don't know who the actors are, it's almost like a, it detracts from the sale. So you're almost better off just maybe showing a picture of a gun or something uh, if it's an action film. Like this is pretty straightforward, you know, it's like here's a horror film, knife, blood, canvas the night, you know, they're not showing. They put some people's names up here, but I don't know if they're stars or not, or they're just playing into the egos of those uh, who are on the film. Um, so maybe it's sometimes maybe it's good just not to keep the actors' names if they're not stars, you know, and just put them down in like a small crawl, like over here. Like so, if somebody really wants to read into, it, they can. Um, here's another thing about the look at this these fonts here. Obviously, this is like just straight up like a maybe a. Um, more of a travel documentary style film, but uh, you can tell by this font use here. This is sort of like just taking straight out of like a uh, image processing um, program, and it just it doesn't have the same sort of feel like a um, you know some typography here or something like that. So let's take a look some more, just so you get an idea. Like the question you have to ask yourself: like, would you even does the poster evoke a, a sense of quality to you that you would want to watch the film? Like this particular looks good. They they're doing the right thing. They've got their uh, laurel uh, leaves from the film festivals they've been in, and I have no idea whether or not they're reputable film festivals. But the poster itself um, is nice because uh, it's you know H.P. Lovecraft's The Color Out of Space. It's just a nice design. Um, 
design of a, of a poster that you may just want to click on and see more about it. Uh, this is straightforward. I think it kind of tells you what's going on, uh, probably for the lesbian, gay um, um, community in terms of uh, their target audience, but it's designed nicely. Um, let's see, let's, let's try to find some that that may just be like somebody sort of just put it together. Let me go to the next one. Yeah, here's something. Oh, yeah, here's something interesting. Um, you never want to try to use uh, the actual still clips from the video f feed because uh, it just doesn't look good. It actually looks cheap. And you want to have separate photos taken of your... Um, of your actors, if you're going to use actors or whatever it is that you're putting together, so that it looks as professional as possible. So something like this, Force of Mystery, might be a cool film. It's, look, it's on TiVo, it's on iTunes, but just the fact that you can kind of tell that they grab actual footage from the um, HD files, um, it it sort of kind of comes off a little cheap as opposed to maybe something like California Scheming. Um, you can tell that this is a polished, you know, photography shoot. Um, it ha you know, it, it has a, the quality is a little bit something that we can um, identify with as okay, you know, it's not something like some guys just kind of put together. It's rather it's um, something intriguing enough. Obviously, it's, it's maybe not a star, but it it is an attractive girl or she's interesting. Um, like this one here, I'm not familiar with the stars on this movie here. Maybe there are, but they're older actors, and the way it's done is nice. And we've probably seen this enough, but you can kind of tell in this movie, The Guide, you know, it looks like a drama. There's a gun involved, a rifle, out in the wilderness probably. We'll see what that's all about. Now, oh, here, here we go. So this movie, Bloodline, might be pretty, pretty, pretty cool, um, but I think the poster could have done better if we just saw maybe bloodline and some mystery to uh, what what this is about because we have actors here and f and there looks like it's the photos are been taken uh, from the actual HD files and it's looking less than professional less than intriguing whereas this film right here it's just real simple it's called low but you can tell somebody took the time to paint a really impressive um, you know um, poster so the quality is sort of just you know, adds to the intrigue, and you got to kind of figure out how it all compares. So I'm going to go also to let's go to Indie Rain, because um, they've got a pretty good little selection of um, photos or like posters you can see all together and how it compares. So a lot of times, um, some people might just be seeing films like this, where you're just bombarded, an audience is just bombarded, like, oh, well, look at all these films I get to, um, you know, get to rent or buy, and I'm, I'm sort of overwhelmed. Which one am I going to, which one does my eye is drawn to? So you have something like, um, this is, you know, kind of stands out sometimes. It's, you know, real simple, complex, and you read some more about it. But um, let's see here trying to find like some colors that might be striking. Sometimes yellow pops out when it's in a small frame. So you can kind of think about things like that with your poster. These are actually pretty nice um, 
you know, posters put together. This one called Under Undercover, um, you know, has design to it, an element to it. Uh, this is where you get a little bit like I'm not too sure if uh, who this particular actress is, um, you know. But let's see some more films. I think you can get the idea of like well, what makes a good movie poster and where do you stop yourself if you're if you're putting together, um, you know, a poster that that is kind of half half-assed really. Well here's a poster for you. Bikini Babes director favorites. You know I don't even think they're trying with the with the <laughs> I don't even know what they're selling on here. Bikini Babes slow-mo favorites. Obviously by these thumbnails their posters are like not only is our poster looking cheap but I guarantee you the, the models we got in this thing is going to be pretty cheap. So you're already in the mindset of like okay the quality is going to be low. Um, this is pretty cool. I remember an, uh, the director and the filmmaker through Twitter talking to me about Profile of a Killer. This poster looks really good because even though it may not be a star, you know, um, the photos were taken or did a really good job of redoctoring re or photoshopping um, artistically um, the, the HD footage and just getting right to the point. We have a young man who looks like the killer um, abducting somebody else. So even though they're not the star, it's the intensity of the look and the design of the, 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 of the poster add to the quality of it. And if you see some of the trailer, it looks pretty good. Now, trying to see some other ones where you can just kind of, you know, we've been to video stores before or we browse through and you can totally, you know, like if you come across a film based off the poster, based off the cover art, whether or not what you're up against, you know, what you're about to get into. Um, let's see here. Let's see. I think like, um, what's a good looking poster? I, I always like posters something like this. Is this is a foreign film? I can't pronounce, but I do like design. I like a lot of open negative space. It, it seems to work well. It seems to some sort of pop out um, out of screen. Again, you have to make your poster design to what your film is or what your genre is. Um, my goodness gracious, Indie Rain has got a lot of these Bikini Babe movies. Um, <laughs> I guess there's no discretion. You just throw it up there. <laughs> if it sells, it sells. Um, let's see here. This is good. I mean, in a sense, you can kind of tell it's still like low budget. This uh, looks like a, a thriller film, crime thriller. Supari, The Quest, uh, foreign film. Uh, I'm looking for some more design things. Oh, here, this one might be, let's take a look at this film here, Almost a Turkish Soap. If you look closely at this um, film, it looks like they just grabbed still frames from the movie and that sort of become their uh, poster. There's not a lot of stars, maybe because, it, but maybe it's they're famous in Turkey, uh, who knows, but I think you can take the time if you're making all this effort to make a movie and you only really have one shot at selling your idea to somebody your your poster is fairly important because if Dan Sullivan a, a hugely successful business coach is selling you telling us that it's all about the sales sheet then we definitely have to take um, serious consideration that our poster is our sales sheet so moving on we can kind of talk about what makes a good movie poster and we go into this 
So yeah, what makes an effective movie poster then? Well, number one, you got to know your purpose, you know, and genre. You know, what are you selling? You're selling a documentary. So what kind of a poster does that look like? A horror film, a comedy, um, all this type of things. You have to understand sort of what the purpose is, and you have to know your target audience. So when you're going to the design of it, the location where your poster is going to be and sort of the size of your poster. Is it going to be a thumbnail like we just saw in Indie Rain where people might be scrolling on their phone? So, you know, maybe less text and more bold colors or, or something to pop out that can communicate very effectively, you know, what your movie's about, what is your sales sheet. Um, you're going to keep it visual, but do tell if it's necessary. So you might have a couple different versions of a poster where you actually have to tell somebody, like, where's it playing? If it's playing locally because you're having a local premiere, you know, all that information has to be legible enough within the poster that um, it directs them to a call of action that's going to send your um, potential customers or audience to see the film. If it's a website, same type of thing. Obviously, the aesthetic tone and flow, um, you know, if you're just kind of doing it yourself or you feel like you kind of know Photoshop a little bit, I mean, there is, there's a reason why some top designers get paid big bucks is because they're good at it. And I'm going to show you some other examples later on where you can um, basically sort of steal from other successful posters that you like and just don't try to throw together a poster um, just, just because you kind of have to put something together because that will just like lower the, the quality of uh, your sales sheet and your effort to sell your film. There's another um, slide share program that I, again, I'll share the link later on coming up. I'll show you. Uh, they mention that you need to have attention, interest, desire, and action. A-I-D-A, ADA. So just remember that when you're building a po an effective movie poster. It's, are you grabbing attention? Does it have any interest to an outside you know, viewer? And does it evoke any sort of desire to take some action? So this is a pretty good blog. Here's some examples. Uh, I really like this blog this guy put together. And I was mentioning, like, you know, he really does a good job breaking down from a designer's perspective of um, what makes an effective uh, poster. So, again, this link you guys can um, check out later, but I sort of just pulled a lot from what he did. He talked about know your purpose, know your target audience, location of the poster. And this is, again... Uh, from somebody who works in as a designer in the printing process, uh, printing world, and so it's good to know what they kind of go through. So you'll have that link, and then um, whoops, this is here. This, oh yeah, and then SlideShare is kind of cool because somebody else had put together a very uh, uh, extensive um, breakdown of what makes an elements of a successful movie poster, and this is a cool little link to uh, basically a PowerPoint slide that you can check out. And he brings up this term, the ADA, um, attention, interest, desire, and action. And he goes to these different examples. So you'll have this link as well. But really want to get to this thing. Okay, so let's talk about what not to do. I mentioned before, if you can at, at, at any at all, do not use stills from your HD footage or the footage that you take, and then you just do like a Photoshop rendition of it. Actually take the time to, um, I'm just going to make this, make, change this microphone, hold on. There we go. 
sorry, the microphone was falling down. Um, don't use stills from your HD footage. Do try to take the time. I mean, if most of us are probably using like DSLRs, DSLRs or something to the equivalent, so you should be able to start taking proper production stills or take the time to construct a poster based off some movie scene. Um, you know, don't forget about that type of stuff. And my thing is like, don't show the actors unless they're stars. I mean, that's a, maybe just a general rule because you're showing an actor because sometimes they're the selling, they're a unique selling proposition or a selling point to help sell your film. Like if you have some famous actor or a name actor in your film, you're gonna want to show their face to kind of give you social proof that you've got something, uh, you know, worth checking out. If you don't, then it comes off a little bit like independent sort of vanity, you know, where it's, you know, somebody might look at it and go, you know, I don't even know who that person is, but it's like it's designed the same way as like some other action posters or, or horror posters, but, you know, maybe the rule of thumb is if you don't have name actors, just don't show them in the posters. Um, but if you do use it, your actors, then make sure that maybe they're hot or interesting. At first, you know, sex sells, you know, both men and women. If it's, if it's done well enough where it's intriguing enough and it does spur interest, then by all means. But if they're just set up in the same sort of um, composition that you see with other big budget um, movie posters, then it looks a little bit more like vanity and just kind of serving like this dream ego as opposed to actually having any real value in the the sell the sell. And again, this is our sales sheet, so we got to think in terms of that in that process that our movie poster is our sales sheet. And you know, don't use standard fonts. Definitely, typography is an art, and respect the font, respect the format, and uh, get somebody who's good or copy you know from posters that you really admire and and learn from that just don't start you know plopping in text and thinking like oh I guess this would work you know because it just doesn't it just comes off really cheap and then of course get some feedback if you got some posters ideas you know designers have to do that they have to kind of put together like a couple different you know examples and then from the examples everybody can kind of get an idea like oh we like this direction and they build it off from there so definitely get some feedback even for your poster because really for the first I don't know couple months of your production you know you probably want to have your elevator pitch together your log line your tagline of what your movie's about and it'd be kind of cool to have a poster even if you haven't shot anything yet you can still make a poster because if you can still make the first iteration of the poster it still sells your idea you're you have this uh, something you can throw onto Instagram um, uh, Twitter, you know, Facebook, uh, Google Plus, of course, uh, just to start selling the idea and getting feedback just from a simple poster, whether or not somebody says, "Yeah, that looks kind of cool." Um, here's my takes on it. You know, I didn't have anybody, you know, famous in the film, obviously, and it's super low budget. But I remember taking the time to take proper photos of the cube, the red wooden block, <laughs> and you know, the first one on the left was kind of like the ending scene of the movie so it sort of ties in and you know I wanted to make as simple as possible and it, of course is black because it, it is sort of a, sus a supernatural suspense movie however the evolution of the poster 
being that I'm trying to reach out to those who might be interested in uh, Buddhist-laden themes or have some aspect of Buddhism in it, um, I put the actual Buddhist poster in it. But again, these are actual photos th that I've taken. They're not taken from a HD video still. I'm not showing any actors in it because we don't have any, you know, um, name actors or anything like that that would help the selling proposition and in, in trying to focus on just sort of the supernatural suspense aspect of it this is what I came up with trying to keep it clean and the difference is on the left side I just try to put together a tagline a cube arrives at the door then another then another then another as it disappears but I realized that I have an opportunity I didn't get to go to any film festivals because I chose not to instead I use um, pseudo famous people's um, um, testimonial, and I put that on the left side, which says, you know, um, the cinematographer of Portlandia says it's a short, sweet, thoughtful indie, engaging and humorous. And then below is a great example of no-budget filmmaking, Randall Johnson, the screenwriter of The Doors. Um, so I have sort of, you know, industry professionals giving me some clout on the film. So it's small, and it's meant that way, so if you click on it, you might be interested in it and go from there. But uh, again, I'm not pulling from HD footage. I'm not, you know, the font is sort of a, um, a clean font. It's, 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 it's basically Helvetica, but it's all cleaned up and stretched out to kind of fit the, the frame of the, um, of, the, of, the, of the poster. And then I have a bit of call to action on the bottom, as you can see on the right side, which is you go to thecubemovie.com. The one on the left-hand side doesn't have any call to action. It's sort of more traditional you know, and there's some credits in the on the real small print, but it's sort of just it was done to sort of create the aesthetic that it that people are used to seeing what movies uh, posters look like. So, here's some other great links that you guys can take with you. Um, filmmaking stuff. Jason Brubaker had a guest designer write a blog post on his site, which was really good about making movie posters in this new digital VOD uh, landscape. And so that's worth checking out, so you'll get that link as well. Uh, Chris Jones um, over in England has a really great blog post on how to create a movie poster and uh, or what makes an effective movie pro, uh, poster, and you can check out that link as well. Uh, I like this one. I'm going to show you this one. So Simon C's blog. This is a designer that was, I think, commissioned to create a um, movie poster. So I'll give you a preview of this. So he's... zoom into this. So you got a better idea. Oops. Yeah, so he, he, here he is. He talks about, like, taking the photographs and designing this, um, you know, this movie poster for New Dawn. Extinction is not an option. It's a very cool-looking poster. Um, let me zoom down. I'll do this. He talks about, in his brief, what he needs to do, what the movie poster essentials were, um, you know what the requirements for for him were, but this is really cool because he shows his inspiration from these other movies, one from Daywatch, one from Kalblui, and another one from Sandra Bullock's film Premonition. Now it's an interesting thing that he brought in Kalblui here because then if, most of you may not even heard this film, but because of this particular poster, that this strange-looking blue character on the side of the street with a lot of open space, sort of out in like Iowa. You know, I was actually drawn to this film just because of this poster. And then I went to see the film. It has uh, Lisa Kudrow in it and so on, I, I believe, yeah. Um, it was just a, a cute little sort of 
indies like uh, dramedy. Um, but because of the poster, it made me go watch the film. But it sort of set up the interest, and I just um, wanted to point out like how much that uh, spawned me and, and to check out something just because of the posters. And then he goes on uh, this blog post again. It's really great. Tools of trade, his techniques, his colors. You know, he was looking at other colors from other famous films, from Zodiac to the X Files to the Invasion. You know, and then he gets into typography. Um, and then he did this uh, mock-up of what sort of what his poster would look like at a bus stop or something. Like how would it read, you know? But you can see where he draw he drew his inspiration. So I think this is a really great blog post if you're going to start designing your own poster and and try to make sure you're not executing all the don'ts, you know? Don't make it cheap, you know. Spend some time. Design uh, is essential. It's really really important and your sales sheet's really, really important, and this is our sales sheet, the poster. So you'll get this uh, link too, like I said. And then there's also this other great um, link from the Creative Block. It's a, it's like a, tw it's, it's an outline of like 25 movie posters analyzed by designers and why they think it's a great uh, design or effective poster. So you get that. And let's see here, where are we on this? Oh yeah. So that's about it for today's sort of Film Marketing Fridays, just going over the sales sheet, a.k.a. equals your movie poster. And again, you can get this downloadable PDF uh, slide share so you can get all the links so you can check it out yourself. Um, but like I say, with every at the end of every filmmaking, at the end of every Film Marketing Friday, you know, don't go away empty-handed. You can always grab yourself a free gear guide at freegearguide.com. And again, this is just an equipment guide of everything that I made, everything I used to make this micro-budget film, The Cube, for $500 with no crew. So I'm going to go pop over back to my big fat head real quick. And let's see here. There it is. Yeah, so those of you who are here live, probably none of you because I did a terrible job of... <laughs> Of promoting this. It was sort of like last minute uh, this morning. It's actually been quite of an interesting, busy um, last week and a half. Um, it got put on some animation project that's kind of taken me uh, out of the loop of my regular schedule. But uh, that's some of the things you do when you work free freelance and uh, you get an opportunity. Sort of just have to put your nose to the grindstone and make it work. Um, try to join me next week. For fire, uh, I'd like to have more of a engaging audience, but just besides myself, and uh, I'd love to help any of you out with any questions you have. Again, I might not have all the answers, but if you give me enough time, I can at least do some research and try to put everybody sort of in the the right direction or have that discussion point, um, and we can work this out together uh, as we just take this journey of. Um, learning how to build an audience for your film, learning how to market that audience, uh, techniques uh, that we can do on our own, uh, working in the online marketing space, and uh, giving us ourselves a chance uh, to be somewhat successful selling our online goods. Um, and our online goods are film, are our film products. And there's probably, you know, and we'll learn together like different ways that we can make uh, money, make a sustainable living doing so. So thanks so much. It's about 40 minutes I think I'm into this thing. So as always, just hit me up. Just go to filmtrooper.com. Thanks for checking out Film Marketing Fridays.